Cartoons, the animated frontier. These are the voyages of the Cellcast podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange new cartoons, to seek out new animation styles and new creative storytelling methods, to boldly go where so few ever go again. podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cellcast, the animated series. Joining me today is a man who has had to go and destroy a galaxy. Welcome, Jacob. But the ancient spirits told me I had to... So I must destroy the galaxy. <laughs> Just be glad that wasn't our galaxy. Yeah, thank you very much, Mumral. <laughs> also, how do you? Anyway, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get there. Why? Thank you. Like you're our co-host, a man who. But Lionel, why do we need another flashback? Welcome, Drew. It's called lore. We need more lore because we need to find out what the crap is going on in this show. <laughs> snarf, snarf. Anyway, how are you doing, Jacob? I, I am doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Today, we are reviewing season uh, Thundercats 2011, Season 1, Episode 21, Birth of the Blades. Now, before we jump into this, we have to mention a little bit of a retraction for our last episode. Yes. In that we actually review part of this episode. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we kind of got excited about the In the our defense, yes. in our defense, these two episodes blend very, very well together. It really seamlessly. feels like they should be one episode, that is one hour-long episode, but they're not. So, yeah. Uh, so, we're only going to, since we kind of talked about some of this already, we're going to kind of focus on the flashback itself. Yes. So, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into it. So tell us about the flashback. While Mumra's forces surround Mount Plumdar, the Thundercats decide to split up. Lion-O and Pumara head into the caves while the others take on the difficult, uh, the different direction towards the Thunder Tank as they try to escape the story of the Sword of Omens and Sword of Plundar are revealed in a flashback. So, getting into the trivia for this episode. <laughs> you didn't read it. No, I didn't. The flashbacks in this episode serve as a prequel to those that appeared in the episode Legacy. You think? No kidding. <laughs> no per kidding. Anywho. Uh, so, yeah, since we kind of already reviewed all the present day stuff. Yeah, let's let's talk about the flashbacks. The flashbacks. So, yes. In the flashback, we see 
Leo and Panthera. Panthera. Uh, I gotta say pres- this. Yeah, I gotta say real fast. The 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 name the the character naming in the show are it's very spot on. Even mm-hmm. if it's like like new original characters of the series, it's all very well done. Oh yeah, I gotta say that. So continue. So Leo and Panthera are present when uh, Mumra reduces a galaxy down to a single solitary element of mm-hmm. metal that he forges the sort of plundar out of. Yes. And then uh, when that kind of rubs Leo the wrong way a bit, he goes and uh, collects all the remaining bits of mm-hmm. after metal. After a little persuading. Yeah, after some persuading uh, that was left over from forging uh, the sort of plundar. And that's where the Sword of Omens comes from. Uh-huh. It's a much smaller sword. It doesn't explain how it's able to grow, though, I'd like to point out. It's cartoon magic. I know, <laughs> but still, there's got to be some logic. We don't see the Sword of Plundar doing that. Uh, it does, actually. Oh, yeah, true. But that only when Mumra transforms, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, magic. Let it yeah. go. Ready, row. Ready, row. Moving on. Uh, so it is nice seeing, so previously on Legacy, we got to see the events that led up to the Great Mutiny. Yes. But Lion-O was playing Leo, so it was yeah. his voice and his viewpoint, really, that we were getting on Leo. So I like how we actually get to hear from Leo in the yeah. series mm-hmm. and actually his thought process and how in the beginning he actually was very loyal to Mumra. Oh yeah. Until he realized you just killed a, who knows how many billions of people to make a sword. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're right for this world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And plus for the power of love. <laughs> yes. That's the power of love. Do, 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 do is a curious do, thing. Do. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, this was, I like this flashback. It's, it's very, I like seeing where the two swords come from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it worked well for me. What do you think? I enjoyed it. The, um, there again, we do see in legacy. We do see most of the story. We don't see, uh, the destruction of this entire galaxy in order to, uh, gain the metal in order to create the, the sort of plundar and it's scabbard mm-hmm. slash shield. Um, that was very unique. Very interesting how they did that. Minus how do you, I guess it, it liquefied everything into a metal. That's the question. I yeah. I, I, I am confused how you were able to take all the constituent elements of a galaxy and turn them, compress them into something that's just about, you know, the size of a watermelon. Yeah, pretty much. And that turned it into some secret kind of metal that when the blacksmith was fused with the ancient spirits of evil, created this magic sword for mm-hmm. Mumra to use. Yeah. And plus it allowed the um, the uh, the spirit stones in order to, you know, be able to be magnified through the gauntlet. Right. <laughs> Which I always thought was a really cool idea they did with this series. Oh, yeah. And also kind of arcing back to the actual story. Lion-O actually uses the, the claw shield the way it's designed. 
Yeah. He, he actually uses it for its uh, extending claws for mm-hmm. like one, like he's used it like once or twice, but I was like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing to watch. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Because Lionel did it all the time in the original series. I was like. And this time like, he's just like, I need to guard my face. <laughs> yeah, guard my face or be like, oh, I can use the, uh, what is it? The soul stone? Yeah, the soul stone. I don't, I think, I don't. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, soul a, it's a soul stone. And it's just, it's a really well told story. It's a very well told back uh, flashback. And it gives you more information on what's going on. And it builds out the lore more. And uh, why did Leo betray Mamra? And it's just, it's an amazing, it's an amazing. Yeah. Uh, Is this that backstory we need as to why, uh, why Mumra was sealed in the first place? Yeah, exactly. Or how, and how how more of that happened? Uh, I like how we do get to see the past version of the rats, and they're just as sniveling as the present day. Yes, they are so rats. That, <laughs> so that was nice. Uh, we got more of Panthera. With, yeah. who is still one of my favorite characters. Yes. Uh, I am kind of now curious now that she's not having to explain everything to Lion-O. <laughs> yeah. How Leo actually worked in the in Legacy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good question right there because Leo in this scene not, is very, not just competent, he's pretty smart about all this. Yeah. Stuff. He actually offers many good uh secondary things that they could do with this galaxy exactly. without destroying it uh-huh. that actually would be helpful to Mumra, but no Mumra's like, I must listen to the ancient spirits of evil or they won't let me turn into muscle man anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So we have to kill everybody. Well, if you feel that way about these people, how do you really feel about us? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, a- a very power-hungry mummy. I am now curious how Mumra met the ancient spirits of evil and how Mumra was before he met them. Well, we only have five more episodes to go. That's maybe true. it'll be explained. Maybe it won't. <laughs> it probably won't. Yeah. But we could probably solve that probably in the what would happen in season two. Yes. Both with what uh, we do know and what we can speculate exactly which we'll do in the last episode exactly which is, uh, that one might be a little extra long anyway join us next time for uh the forever bag yeah so we can find out what wily kit wily cat and rocket raccoon <laughs> took it that's his name yeah took it find out what they're doing yes anyway see you then it's gonna be a baggy adventure Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? Same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast! Oh, boy! So where can they find you, Jacob? They can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, my personal art Facebook page, on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron, on Instagram at Jacob B. Heron, and on Letterboxd at Jacob Heron. Where can they find you, Drew? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. You can also find my Facebook page at Drew's Photo Bin, where I upload uh, my photography. You can also follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759 and Twitter at GGeorge759. Where can they find us, Jacob? You can also visit our website, thecellcast.podbean.com, where you will find every episode we released and links to listen to it on 
Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Our RSS feed, if we aren't in your favorite podcast app directory, please share, review, and subscribe to us there and share us with your friends. You will also find a link to our Facebook group, the Double Feature Podcast Community, where we talk about both animated and live-action movies. We share this with our other podcasts, which we do with Jacob's brother Jim, at uh, the Movie of the Week podcast, where we talk about live-action movies. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please like our page on Facebook. We try to post about upcoming movies. If you comment on that movie's post before we record, we'll read your comments in the episode. And remember, every time we say The Cellcast, that is with a single L. L.